The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Aslem Denizmen, uh, who is from the country of Turkey. She is a personal financial expert and literacy expert in the, the country of Turkey. Welcome very much to the show, Aslem. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. I'm going to call you Oz uh, going on from now. So let's start with a little bit of your background, uh, both uh, what you've done in Turkey and your education in the United States, uh, and then we'll get into more about uh, what you're offering in your programs. Sure. Uh, well, uh, you know, United States is uh, quite of an important country for me because it's sort of almost like my second uh, country, if you will, after Turkey. Uh, I have spent quite a bit of time. I have gotten, uh, you know, almost all my uh, education uh, in the U.S., uh, my universities and uh, then executive education, and uh, lived in the Northeast for about, uh, for about almost 12 years. And then came back to Turkey and uh, trying to also bring back a lot of the stuff that I have learned in the U.S. And I have done a, my MBA at MIT Sloan and I have uh, gone to Cornell uh, undergraduate and uh, mostly in the field of you know, finance and, uh, and industrial um, management. And then after you came out of MIT, where did you go in the United States? What, what did you work for? I worked for uh, I worked for an investment bank and uh, uh, I worked for Merrill Lynch uh, uh, now BOFA and uh, and then after a, a while then I said okay do I go back to Turkey or not because I came to the US as a I came to the US as an au pair as a fee au pair as a babysitter and as a matter of fact the girl that I was babysitting for uh, she was 7 at the time uh, she uh, her dream was to become a doctor, and she actually graduated from Harvard, became a doctor, and she just gave birth to her baby a couple of days ago, Celine. And uh, so this is you know this this makes one very proud to uh, <laughs> you know to have this connection going on. So again, you know, U.S. does. You, you were a very successful babysitter, I guess. In this case, <laughs> I yeah. successful, right? Successful babysitter. <laughs> Actually, it's her. It's her family who taught me. You know, you know, one of the things in the United States is that to have big goals, to dream, and 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 to have uh, you know hope. So uh, this was one of the things that I have learned as a value in the U.S. It was this little girl Celine's dream as she was growing up. She was eight and nine. You know, to go to an Ivy League school, to become a doctor, etc. And I was—I didn't know much about Ivy League schools, etc. I said, oh, "Okay, this must be a good dream. I should have it on too." So there's so much that I've also learned from her. So after you worked at Merrill Lynch for a while, uh, why did you decide to leave the United States and go back to Turkey? Well, it's always always one of these things, you know, Jordan. Do I go back or not, sort of thing? And and I figured there's so much that. 
I can also bring back to Turkey, having the investment banking experience, having the you know MBA in finance, and and also Turkey is an emerging market, and and uh, and it's growing very fast. And at the time when I came back. Uh, there were not uh, so many, uh, you know, of uh, Turks uh, naturally coming back to Turkey because there were also a lot of opportunities elsewhere. Now we have CVs, you know, uh, every day coming from different parts of the world uh, to come back because it's, we have really high growth and 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 uh, and also there's a you know a lot happening in Turkey. So uh, I had always wanted to give back to my country, if you will. So it was it worked out quite nice because really uh, on a on a lot of um the things uh, especially in personal finance uh, there's so much you know things that we have to still develop and uh, and it's great because I have learned most of the things on personal finance in my years uh, in the United States when I lived and uh, having uh, failed and credit cards and and uh, you know uh, credit scoring etc so if i had not have that experience in the us i could not have started what i've started in turkey three and a half years ago so kind of give me a state of where things are with the financial literacy movement in turkey now it's kind of in its infancy but what what is being taught what kind of financial literacy efforts are now going on in turkey before we get to what you want to happen where do things stand today Well, you know, it's it's very new. Uh, it's very new because uh, there are a lot of things that we had to do in terms of our homework and then, uh, you know, and new products, etc. Uh, let me step back, uh, Jordan, if if I may, and yes. talk a couple of minutes about, you know, where Turkey stands and, and, uh, and the economy and everything. So if you look at the last 10 years, there is really a lot that have happened. For example... The mortgage system in Turkey, it has started some, uh, you know, just in the way that as it is in the United States, it started some eight, nine years ago. So, you know, people would retire from their work and then they would get a lump sum money. They would go and buy their house. That was how our parents did it back in the past. So the system is quite new in Turkey. And one of the good things is that we did not get involved in the mortgage crisis that uh, went around in 2008. But, uh, you know, one of the th new things is that we are learning how to actually use mortgage, what percent of our income we can use for mortgage. Pension fund, another product, that has started exactly 10 years ago. And uh, like so a, that, a government run pension program you're talking about or, or through private companies? Private, private, I'm talking about. No, the government is, has been there. But the private pension fund has just started 10 years ago. So, uh, you know, the savings, if you look at the, I mean, the economy is growing on average 5% in Turkey. People are getting richer. And, uh, you know, the comp there are more companies in the stock exchange. And, uh, and you know, Turkey is moving upward. And as Turkey is moving upward, there's also, you know, we are the number two users in in social media in Turkey. We have about 56 million credit cards in Turkey. We have some, uh, I believe, 65 million cell phones in Turkey. The population of Turkey is about uh, almost 80 million uh, people. So these are big numbers, uh, you know, and most of the population is quite young in Turkey. We are a very young and dynamic country. So we have all these new products. And another one uh, very important thing is that we used to have uh, 
high inflation and and when i mean high you know like uh, 70s and 60s percent so when you wanted to really buy something uh, if you just kept your money doing nothing it would just deteriorate lose its value and i have a son my older son is 8 years old he has never seen inflation in turkey so the last 8 years we have uh, you know, lower than uh, double-digit inflation in Turkey. When I say no inflation, obviously in American standards, uh, you know, this is still some inflation. But what when we compare what we used to have, it's it's uh, it's very low. What was done to bring inflation down from those very high levels? Oh, there were many things that were done. It was not just one thing. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, uh, we were uh, one of the things is that we were uh, in the uh, IMF plan. Uh, and we went uh, by the, you know, recommendations uh, on how to, uh, you know, how to take certain measurements in Turkey. And and uh, and also there were, uh, you know, many economical reforms that have taken place uh, one by one by different ministries. And, uh, you know, the government in Turkey is functioning quite well and, and very fast and very, uh, very much um, and very much... Um, responding quickly to the needs and so uh you know trying to increase uh, trying to increase savings rate was one of them and also the introduction of the private pension scheme uh, you know helping people to save more was one of the big things that uh, you know that is uh, sort of happening and by giving incentives uh, for uh, for saving and, and 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 all that so this was quite important and also the value of turkish lira was quite important and before we you know we would just talk say some 20 years ago people would rent their houses with dollars but now, you know, everybody wants to get paid in Turkish lira and, uh, you know, houses get rented in Turkish lira, are bought by Turkish lira. So Turkish lira is quite valuable, um, you know, uh, instrument uh, as, a, as a result of the end of the inflation. But one thing, Jordan, which we don't have, you know, when you're used to living in an environment with high inflation, you are used to having high rates. You want high interest rates on your cds you want you're used to uh, you're used to mega numbers if you will mm-hmm. uh, and when when inflation went down like that people are like okay wait a minute how am i going to make money i don't want percent so return five percent return that's peanuts for me so we what i'm trying to say is that we have to sort of there's a button on our on our forehead we got to push it and say okay you know, research, uh, insert, uh, insert coin because there's a new set of environment that we have to get used to uh, with no inflation. So all yeah, these things t- make t- very taking money out of CDs and, and so on because they used to have very high rates and now those are lower. You're saying in, they're putting the money instead in stocks or instead of CDs, where are they Turkish people putting their money these days? Well, that's a great question because. Turkish people, I'm talking about, you know, the um, Aisha, Ahmed and uh, uh, the, the individuals, they don't know where to put the money because, you know, the stock exchange, it's not, uh, you know, it's functioning very well. Borsa Istanbul, it's called. And but people are still seeing it as very, very difficult 
to understand and maybe a little bit of a game you know uh, obviously uh, as, as you know it's not the stock exchange that could be a game it's the how you go about it uh, could be a game or an investment so people are very much in need of being educated as to what kind of risks that they can take individually so boom there here comes you know all the need for financial literacy because you know for the stock exchange for their credit scoring for uh, doing other things than cds we really have a long way to go and and good thing is that the government is very much helping i work very close with the government authorities with the regulators with the sec of turkey with the capital markets board with the you know with different ministries and they're doing all they can so that people start learning about their rights as a consumer financial consumer people start learning about different types of investments and so the ecosystem just started to roll on if you will so so the average person is still kind of scared of the stock market you're saying but they're learning because interest rates are low <clears throat> they're interested in alternatives because they don't want to just earn a small amount on their CDs is that what you're saying yes that's what i'm saying they're looking for alternatives uh, but one of the obviously dangerous things is that to go into investments that you don't understand so uh, so we're trying to actually you know uh, tell the people is that you know what is it that they can do with their money in small amounts gold has been an investment as you know gold is quite uh, you know these days is very low it's uh, uh, in the last three months it went it came down some 20 percent 25 percent or so we love gold in turkey you know you get your salary you get paid and especially women uh, run to the you know we have a lot of gold shops you run to the gold shop and you get a gold coin and you bring it home and then you mostly save it in your home in, in, in some safe or you know, bring it to the bank and close it in a safe. So gold has been a big, big investment mechanism in Turkey. But, you know, before, like 20 years ago, gold wasn't what it is today. So it was not, uh, you know, it was not in the hands of big investors. So there was not very big uh, swings at, you know, in in a couple of days time and etc. So now yes. certain women especially are trying to understand what's going on wrong with the gold. <laughs> very good. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Aslam Denizman. Uh, she is the personal financial guru of the, the country of Turkey. And we'll be back after this. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. 
No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional banker's hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Aslem Denizman, uh, who is a personal financial guru in the country of Turkey. Welcome back to the show, Oz. Welcome. Thank you. Tell us uh, a little bit about your company, uh, Para Durmu, and, and uh, what it does and how it helps improve financial literacy in the country of Turkey. Sure. Uh, para Durmu means money cast. So, uh, and uh, in Turkey, para means money and Durmu means, you know, the cast or the situation. And uh, uh, so every night people listen to Hava Durmu which is the weather cast. <laughs> so uh, we try to actually tell uh, and, and show people uh, that money is not a taboo because in my culture, we don't like so much talking about money openly. And the more we don't talk about it, the more it becomes one big issue in all our minds and, and, uh, and not so much solving it. So we first start with the relationship of a person with money. And then we move on to, you know, the different uh, products, uh, uh, you know, meaning uh, budgeting and investment and different areas. And uh, we um, actually have a method of 360 degree. I am sort of like the television uh, person, if you will, in Turkey. So we have a television show. This is very important, as you know, as you do similar things in the United States. Uh, because, you know, we have an interactive uh, show and it brings a lot of, you know, uh, noise, if you will, because first time people are seeing, oh, wow, you know, somebody's talking about my pocket. Let me listen to it sort of thing. Again, reminding you, in Turkey, personal finance and financial literacy are very new phenomenals. So there is a television show and there is a newspaper. Uh, I write, uh, you know, for the biggest newspaper in Turkey named Posta. And also, um, also, in, uh, and also have a book. We don't read as much as, uh, you know, uh, Americans do, but we're also getting better at it. So I wrote my first book on personal finance, and this is the first book that went on the shelves of the Turkish Barnes and Nobles. Uh, that is, uh, you know, that's the first personal finance book that sold 22,000 copies in one year. 
And so that wasn't so bad. This is again showing the interest, uh, you know, of people. And as part of the removal, what we do is that we tell take... me a little bit about. Go ahead. I was going to say, what kind of questions do you get on the TV show that you answer? What what kind of concerns do people have, and what kind of answers do you give them? In Turkey, we all want to buy a house, you know, and all, I told you the mortgage system is just 10 years old and people figure out that they can buy a house just like they're renting it. So I get tons of how can I buy a house question. And and also the second uh, biggest question I get is that on how I can start my little business. We are very entrepreneurial. You know, the Turkish culture is very entrepreneurial and uh, we like taking risk and having, you know, our own idea and starting, especially, as I mentioned, we are a very young country in, uh, in Turkey. So the uh, second biggest question I get is that how I can start my own uh, business and, you know, where do I get the first money for that and et cetera. And then the third kind of question is, is about what do I do with my money? Where do I put it? We as households are not so much in debt in Turkey because, again, you know, the whole issue phenomenon of debt and credit cards, etc., it's, it's newer. And I just wrote my second book on credit cards, by the way. In Turkey, as I mentioned, there's about 56 million cards and the only 5%, even less than that, only 5% of these are in sort of trouble in, in, in revolving credit. So, which is not bad at all. And Turkish people are quite good in paying back their debt. And we don't have, in general, much debt problem. Also, there's a very close, uh, tight community of, you know, uh, friends or families and helping each other. And uh, so the issue comes more on where to invest the money, even the small, uh, even if it's in the small amounts. And and of course, Jordan, you know, nowadays it's Facebook is telling us what to buy, which red shoe, where, and you know, all the SMSs, all the technology. We love technology in Turkey, all the youth. And uh, so we just get told what to buy, what to wear, what to do, how to look like, and. And as a country, as we are getting richer and we have all these like amazing brains, marketing people, uh, sometimes we go over budget. So it's also a great time for that to learn, you know, for us to learn how to actually uh, do a budget. So it's a great so time think, to start in, financial literacy. In the future, do you see that that is going to become more of a problem, that credit cards are going to be more available and people are going to get into trouble with credit cards and take on mortgages bigger than they can afford and take more risks in the stock market than they can really understand? I mean, it may be a problem now, but is that something you see coming? Yes, it might be. And But, you know, seeing the other countries and the, and the lessons from it, uh, you know, the government's trying to take uh, or the, the measurements, the, the capital markets board and also the stock exchange, et cetera, so that that doesn't happen. But we need more education, more financial education, more basic financial education, more literacy in, in Turkey for sure. And so these kind of things do not happen. And there was a survey by the World Bank in Turkey and the Capital Markets Board of Turkey. And one of the very interesting results was that, uh, you know, when, they, when Turkish people are asked, do you need financial advice for the stuff uh, that, you know, uh, you don't understand? And half of the people said they actually know. So as Socrates said, you know, I know, I, I know I don't, what I don't know. Uh, so in other words, we have to also let people know 
that actually they don't know. So there is another, you know, learning that we have to go through. So it's a long way, Jordan. It's a long way. It's a long way, but it's a very exciting way because, you know, the country is getting richer, new products. You know, Turkey is, is rocking. We have the most solid banking, one of the most solid banking systems in the world, really like a rock. And we have all the measurements in place young people, we use technology, and, you know, and the end of inflation. So really, we are starting from a great, strong, blank page to build upon, especially with youth, especially with children, you know. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of the projects that you were involved with um, and your organization, and what kind of support are you getting from the banks to teach children about money? Well, we have, you know, we have um, some children uh, projects uh, and, and also for youth and also for uh, for women. Uh, we have uh, this year, we have in, in Istanbul, uh, which is the largest city of Turkey, uh, which uh, I would like to welcome everybody who's listening to your show now. It's a great city. But, uh, you know, so in Istanbul, we have actually gone to government schools and have, uh, you know, have given education to is via seminars, via uh, entertainment-based drama, you know, uh, drama-based uh, education uh, to children, to their parents, and to their teachers in a three-legged, uh, if you will, uh, way. And and we do also measure these. Some 17,000 children went through this education. What we have, Jordan, is that we have corporate sponsors that give us the money and we bring the children, the women, the youth, these educations for free. And uh, and uh, a company named Dogush Holding. This is where I used, uh, you know, I worked uh, uh, on operation. I'm I'm sitting in in different boards now. But Dogush Holding, for example, is our sponsor uh, to go to you know ages between 10 to 12 years old. And then we will take uh, the model in Istanbul and we will sep- uh, spread it all around Turkey in the next five years as a big uh, big project so we are trying to in this project we are trying to teach children how to save and how to have their uh, piggy banks and because the saving rates in turkey have halved uh, has halved in the last 10 years so we're getting richer but we save less and, and so what have been the results of that uh, program for the 17000 so far I mean, fantastic. We have a third party that impact analysis um, um, measured. So what, what, the first thing is that their, uh, their self-confidence is higher and because they feel that, you know, if they have a goal, that's one of the things that we teach, they can do things. Number two, they can talk about money at home without fear, and which I had mentioned Culturally, we don't like so much and we fear uh, rather to talk about money. And number three, they are saving more than the, you know, the, and the other group that is being, uh, you know, taken measured, which, are, which do not receive the, uh, this kind of education. Because we show all these in a, in a fun way. And we make them write also essays about it and, and have, uh, you know, very interactive drama. And we also trying to, take advantage of the great models that exist in the U.S., in England, in New Zealand. And, uh, you know, uh, so we, we try to learn a lot from what happens abroad as well. 
Very good. So you, you think you really are making progress against this culture of not talking about money? The, the, the kids come home and talk to their parents about it and they can have a discussion or is it it's still difficult to, to have those kind of discussions? I mean, you know, it is getting there and it's just starting, if you will. Obviously, it doesn't, you know, change of a culture in these kind of matters. Even in a company, at least it takes three to five years to make some difference in the culture. For a country, it should take longer, obviously. But, uh, but uh, again, it started because, for example, we, have, uh, we hear from the, the parents that uh, the children would uh, come home and open a conversation with them as to how much they're paying for electricity, how much they're paying for rent, etc. So at least we're trying to raise curiosity and change the relationship that these children have with money, and they don't look at money as an end in itself. They look at it as a tool to get to their, their goals. So is, is, this, is part of it uh, kind of the Islamic culture, that is, Islamic culture tends not to talk about money very much? Is that part of the, the problem? I wouldn't so much say Islamic culture, although, you know, we are uh, in Turkey, uh, we are 90, some 99% Muslim, but uh, it is, I would say it's more the Eastern culture. I mean, I understand it's not as easy also in some, uh, you know, in Southeast Asia or in Asia. And, uh, you know, like, uh, but in the Asian culture, uh, you save more. Like in China, you know, the saving rates are quite high. But we take our saving rates more from America than China, if you will. Mm-hmm. We need to save more, like just like it is in the U.S. Very good. Okay, we're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Aslam Denizman. Uh, she is the personal financial guru of the country of Turkey. And we'll be back after this. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world leading conversations with host cheryl esposito creates a place for that dialogue tune into the voice america business channel every friday as cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business government art economics and social change We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading Conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. 
Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Aslam Denizman. Uh, she's the personal financial guru of the country of Turkey. Welcome back to the show, Az. Hello. I want to give people the website uh, that you have so people can kind of get a sense of the work. Even though it's mostly in Turkish, at least they'll get a sense of it uh, by looking. So tell them the website and maybe spell it out so they make sure they can get it. Uh, sure. It's paradurumu.tv. So I'll spell it P as uh, uh, P-A-R-A. Para means money in Turkish. And then Durumu all together, D like David, U like uniform, R like Ramsey, you uh, like uniform, M like Mary, you like uniform, dot TV, paradurumu.tv. That would be the website. And what, what are some of the things they can see there? Uh, well, they can see, you know, we are updating it daily with, you know, good articles. And we also have uh, some apps in it on all the things uh, about, you know, personal finance in Turkey. This is the only website that's solely focused on personal finance in Turkey. And we are just looking for ways and to grow it more. If, you know, people have ideas, maybe uh, some Turkish people who live, uh, uh, who live in different parts of the world, we would appreciate it very much. They could send me an email also directly. And uh, uh, my email is oslam at paradurumu.tv. So, uh, you know, we're trying to just make everybody financially free by following uh, advice, you know. Very good. Now, you a while ago were invited to the White House in the United States with President Obama. Uh, what was that about, and, and what came out of that uh, event that you went to there? Well, you know, that was my Cinderella moment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, going to the White House, meeting President Obama, and, and, and uh, we, well, you know, when you're a social entrepreneur like me, Jordan, when you're trying to do something good, uh, for the society, the recognitions that uh, you get uh, is extremely important because that's the wind behind your wings, if you will. And and being on uh, your uh, radio show is also, uh, uh, you know, uh, I thank you very much for having me on air. But sure. uh, So going to the uh, White House uh, was sort of like a Cinderella moment. Uh, there was President Obama had Entrepreneurship Summit which he started uh, in Washington, D.C. at the White House. And that is going on uh, in, uh, you know, in different parts of the world. But the first one was in Washington, D.C. So there were entrepreneurs from all different parts of uh, the world, um, especially from Muslim communities and Turkey having a big Muslim community. I was one of the five Turks uh, who was honored to attend, and but I was the only social entrepreneur, 
And uh, this was great. I mean, this was something I learned a lot. It was a great network. But the, one of the most important things, I met people who are who were involved in the financial literacy movement of the U.S. and kept contacts and have been learning a lot from them as well. So this was a great moment. And uh, Secretary uh, Clinton uh, told uh, you know me that uh, you know as you educate a person uh, a woman you educate a nation so work on women as well so she personally actually empowered me Secretary Clinton to go out for women as well and uh, you know we have started uh, twenty thousand women uh, program in Turkey and I personally go and meet women. Uh, from all different walks of life, housewives, uh, mostly house uh, women, and uh, those, I mean, women who stay at home, uh, I meant. And so, you know, work with them on uh, budgeting and work with them on how to save money and etc. So I must say this was a great moment for me for uh, figuring all that. Very good. And you, you recently kind of coming out of that founded an association uh, called the Financial Literacy and Inclusion Association, uh, FODOR. So tell me about the founding of that association and the meeting you had recently, which I was at, and tell me kind of what the, the future is of FODOR. Uh, well, Jordan, people still t- talk about your talk, and you know the vibration that you have on radio is not just here, but it was really fantastic. And, uh, you know, we had, uh, as you know, uh, as for there, the Financial Literacy and Inclusion Association of Turkey, it is it has a very strong uh, board of directors and also advisory board. And our advisory board is headed by the, you know, former uh, Pricewaterhouse uh, chairwoman, uh, Johnson Basharan. The, uh, you know, our uh, the board is, uh, you know, uh, it has very strong fin- from finance world or from non-finance world individuals. So it is very much owned by the, you know, very um, top uh, business individuals uh, or civil service also individuals of Turkey. So this is great because the movement has started. It. And and I love it that you know it's about uh, owned by everybody and and and, uh, and not just uh, me. So that really makes it uh, very worthwhile. So the, our first event was the summit, and we were worried how many people come, what happens. But we really wanted to make sure that we have world class speakers, and that's why you know we had you as one of our speakers. And as you have seen the crowd there, there were eighteen hundred people. That yes. signed up and then came and then, you know, the ministers were there for the opening, the, the head of S, uh, Capital Markets of Board of Turkey and uh, all the authorities. Uh, there was a housewife, there was a mathematics teacher, there was a computer scientist. So it was a very mixed, great crowd in the middle of Istanbul overlooking the Bosphorus, the beautiful Bosphorus. Uh, so it was a great moment of FODER, Financial Literacy and Inclusion Association of Turkey. That was our what, aha moment that we are on the right track. And what is the next step? What is going to come out of that conference going forward? Well, we are working closely with the government to work on national strategy because it is very important, as uh, you know, as it has been embraced in the U.S. like that, you cannot just have personal finance or uh, financial literacy uh, from one angle. There's the children, there's the woman part, there's the you know elderly, and there's the uh, you know the Ministry of Education, the Capital Markets Board, the uh, banks, the civil society. So it ha- it was very important to r- to raise 
the importance awareness of the issue by all levels by the banks by the gov- uh, government it has reinforced it if you will mhm mhm okay so um let me get a sense of how what you're doing is, is uh, building on financial literacy efforts in other countries around the world. You've, you've studied what's happened elsewhere. Uh, instead of having to make mistakes, what, what have you learned from other financial literacy efforts and how are you applying that to Turkey? Well, we constantly learn and OECD has been very helpful in this. I must say, you know, uh, OECD is a platform for all of us to share and uh, for example in the recent uh, you know organization in prague of oecd i have learned from the uh, from the dutch in from holland you know they have uh, decided to increase the awareness on pension funds and so they took pension fund experts to the newspapers uh, one by one and brought about the uh, you know the columnist uh, you know and had a really fun meeting about solving their you know, 401k type of uh, issues, uh, when to take money out, what to do, etc. So this was one of the great, you know, ways to increase awareness by media so that they write about it more, they talk about it more in a more educated manner. I mean, it's it sounds like a little thing, but it's very important when you're trying to raise awareness. Another example is, from, for example, from uh, New Zealand, you know, using of social media in their, uh, in, you know, in the messages that they want to pass across. Uh, that's a great uh, example. And also some of the programs that exist in the U.S. Uh, also from, uh, you know, there are many institutions, organizations in the U.S., like Operation Hope, like the Jumpstart uh, Coalition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's so many things that also we learn from there, just even by sometimes simply looking at the websites and all the information is available, as you know, and uh, and we also do connect with the with the with the management of these organizations. So it's all about learning from each other. We feel one thing that was striking was kind of there was a lot of women at the conference as well. And you say you have a big uh, kind of concentration on educating women, but there also seemed to be very much of a kind of a patriarchal society as well. Is that causing some tension that the men? Don't want the women to be too educated about these things. Is there some tension there? Well, you know, we are a patriarchal society, but, uh, you know, we are one of the few countries that had a woman prime minister, let's not forget. And, uh, you know, women are quite strong in family. The mothers are quite strong in Turkish culture. And and also, uh, you know, one of the things that we have to change, not just in Turkey, everywhere in the world, is that, you know, women saying, I don't understand from money. Um, and, you know, because because they can do everything else, uh, just like a man can. So this is something that they can do as well. But how men feel about the husbands, etc., feel about their wives learning more about money, uh, in our in the instances that uh, we, we, we see is that if they start working from home via microcredit, microfinance, and and things like that, they even get happier because they bring, you know, more bread to the table, if you will. It is not easy in these days to live with from one paycheck, as you know, Jordan is mm-hmm. the same in Turkey, and uh, so there's some sometimes uh, you know resistance on uh, the the woman working, etc. And uh, but again, these things by culturally. 
uh, we'll take uh, you know we'll take some time obviously uh, you know there are um, there are some norms there's some it's different in in deep anatolia than it's in the big cities etc but via technology communication technology this is very much helping uh, you know for seeing opportunities or working from home or you know when you have children uh, it's very important uh, like in every culture i guess but uh, how to raise the children so you know one good thing about turkish culture jordan is that your mother and your mother in law are all helping you your aunt so i have two children you know and the one is eight the other is four and a half so uh, they're like lifesavers they just you know get home when uh, you know i'm at business and etc so this happens all around turkey actually women are very much supported both emotionally also physically by the family by the aunts by the you know mother-in-law etc so the the percentage of women working in turkey is 30% which is quite low and uh, and it has to you know increase and if you look at the statistics in women is still uh, you know behind but the government is very much working on that too and i'm also in one of the plot platforms it's called equality at work we are working for women with the ministry of women and social affairs women to have more stand in terms of not just learning about money but also taking uh, their ro- place if they want to work uh, as equal uh, to you know to their counterparts who are men very good we're going to take a break Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Aslam Denizman. She is the personal financial guru, and she has a TV show and so on in the, the country of Turkey. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, people are working to transform themselves, their futures, and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn. To stay ahead of the game in business, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and your organization. With Nancy's experience and that of her guest experts, you'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention, live every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. In sales, are you a lion or a vulture? Lions don't wait, they just go for it. 
Vultures hang around until the lions are finished and just pick up the scraps. How can you set yourself apart as a lion? Join the other aspiring sales lions and listen to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with host Ty Maynard. You'll learn the tips and strategies of top sales professionals. You'll gain more clients at a faster rate and at higher margins. If you're a sales professional, business owner, or executive, listen in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Aslam Denizman. She's the personal financial guru of... Uh, the country of Turkey. She has a TV show. She's got a, runs an organization that helps people with financial literacy. Welcome back to the show, Oz. Hi, Jordan. Um, people have been seeing in the United States anyway, seeing uh, a lot of demonstrations and riots and so on in Turkey. They just don't understand why this is going on when the country, as you say, is very prosperous and growing and seems to be doing well. Uh, without getting too political, can you just kind of give a brief explanation of why this is happening? when it seems like otherwise the country is doing quite well? Uh, well, sure. I mean, it started uh, first, uh, you know, as uh, some trees were going to be bring down, bringing down, brought down uh, in order to build a, a mall in, um, in, in Turkey, in Taksim, in Istanbul. So, and there were, you know, some uh, protesters who were against uh, these trees uh, are being brought down. And uh, and then it started in a very you know friendly manner, if you will, and then you know it and then it's gotten uh, a little longer and and a little more, uh, if you will, um, uh, you know, longer than everybody thought. But one of the things, I mean, again, I don't understand much from politics, I must say, uh, but there was no politics in here. Uh, this is one thing that uh, I can say at the very beginning. It was just uh, uh, you know some youngsters mostly and trying to bring about their uh, ideas and which is a good thing uh, you know in in terms of uh, in democracies you know you bring your ideas out and etc in different forms and, and etc so many of them uh, at the end actually went and met with uh, the representatives of them etc met one on once uh, with the prime minister of turkey and the different government officials and and one thing i must say is that obviously the way what we see sometimes in media is not what exactly happening in that, for example, uh, you know, I have also a lot of friends in the U.S. and many was were thinking uh, of uh, coming to Turkey, Istanbul for the uh, for the month of July or August, and they were not sure all of a sudden seeing all the streets and etc. This is in a very very small yes. part of Istanbul. I must say that. And that's uh, no longer, you know, happening. I mean, there are different, uh, you know, uh, pr there are different uh, protests or even not even protests. There are different, uh, if you will, uh, parades and walks. And, you know, I mean, there were gays and lesbians walking on Saturday in a very peaceful uh, manner uh, in, in Taksim, etc. And, uh, you know, I, I lived in, in New York in, uh, you know, on Greenwich Street and this was happening uh, in, all the time. So, in other words, these are, you know, 
this is not many times what it very much looks on, on, on media, one thing I must say. And I just, you know, go to my work and the children was going to school, etc. Everything in a, in a regular fashion. So I must say that it's a, it's a bit exaggerated uh, by the media. Because <laughs> it seems like it's been portrayed as a battle between a secular uh, society and government and a more fundamentalist religious kind of a contrast bringing it back to a more fundamentalist uh, and i would affect that would affect how financial literacy efforts are going too if you're it's going back towards a more fundamentalist instead of a secular society is that the way it's being portrayed there well again you know it might be interpreted by different people again i i don't uh, these are you know I, these are issues that i am not so much uh, in in-depth, uh, knowledgeable to talk about, uh, if you will. Yeah. But I can just t- tell my opinion as a simple, uh, simple citizen that lives in Turkey is that you know what has started as you know demonstrations in the first couple of days have gotten to a different dimension afterwards. So, uh, so there were other you know uh, you know there were other than peaceful demonstrators. Uh, there were other things involved in it, uh, etc. So this is the information that we get from the sources of the government and also from uh, different authorities. So again, I, I, I personally don't know exactly the details of it, but one thing I can say is that, you know, people expressing their opinions and etc. in a democratization uh, of uh, societies happen, happening everywhere in, in the world. And uh, so it is also, you know, one of the things this is also happening in Turkey, I guess I look at it quite positively because Turkey is just doing so well economically. And, uh, you know, with the use of information technology, with the use of media, uh, people expressing their opinions or getting together, etc., in peaceful manners uh, without, uh, you know, hurting the economy or without hurting, uh, uh, you know, like just like in Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. I mean, I happened mm-hmm. to be there on Wall Street at the time. So, you know, you protest and in London, there are protests, in Paris, there's protests, and, and everywhere there's protests and there's walks. It just... Um, in this case, I am. I think there is a bit of exaggeration uh, from the, uh, you know, from the, especially the foreign media, unfortunately, as to uh, what exactly is happening, and that okay. uh, uh, that's all I can say. Let's talk about the future of, of financial education in Turkey, particularly. Uh, how do you see things progressing in the next five years, ten years? Are the results of all the different programs we've been talking about here? Uh, right. This is more of the subject that I understand, Jordan. Uh, so financial education, as I mentioned, Turkey, inflation is down. The growth rates are there. New products and and people are anxious to learn more about what to do with their money, which is the investment side. So and they also understand the importance of educating the children, the youth, and, and uh, you know, so that they can become entrepreneurs also more self-confident with money and, and with the goals of their future. So I see great growth for financial education. We need more uh, trainers. We need more educators uh, in this manner. And that's what we are going to try to do as a financial literacy uh, association uh, of uh, Turkey, if you will. So I see a great future and a big gap. The ecosystem has to grow, but we need to work here hand in hand, the civil society, 
you know, the private uh, companies, the banks especially, the the government, you know, the media. Uh, so we just have to work all together so that we can bring out one uh, ecosystem and one, uh, if you will, strategy for whole Turkey. And we're working for that. And And again, I'm quite happy that Turkish people are open to take. You know, as tur- Turkish people, one thing very interesting is that we think we don't need so much advice on any matter, but when it's given to us, especially in a you know clean format and in the, the channels that we like, mainly media, social media, and etc., we are very open to it. So mm. Turkish people have a very open mind. They're happy to listen and, and change. We have about a minute to go. Just briefly for people who are in America who are thinking of investing in Turkey, what are the prospects for investing in Turkey through Turkish stocks? Well, I I think, you know, Turkey really rocks. And as a Turkish person who lived in the U.S. in your country for a long time, having come back here, I'm not just saying it because I'm Turkish, but it is vibrant it is, you know, happening. The Turkish Turkey is getting richer. Turkish companies are getting, uh, you know, uh, richer. They're doing much better. Of course, like anywhere else, you know, uh, you should not be picking just one stock or two, but diversification uh, should be good. There are many sectors in Turkey, like uh, agriculture, like energy, that's also growing. So, uh, you know, that you can make a nice, if you will, portfolio picking some things also from Turkey uh, to diversify because there's growth here. There's uh, uh, vibration here. And and also uh, one thing I must say is that many of the things are in Turkey are being done in global standards. And, uh, and uh, you know, I must say this is the place to be. Very good. Terrific. Very good. My guest has been Aslam Denizman. Uh, she is the personal financial guru. Her Website is paramadurmu.tv uh, to see all the, the different efforts she's doing on personal finance in Turkey. So thanks so much for being a guest on The Money Answer Show, Aslam. Thank you very much, uh, Jordan Goodman. Uh, you know, the, it's an honor to be in the, you know, in money, uh, in money, uh, in money man's show. Thank you very much for <laughs> everybody's listening. Thank you very much. And we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.